Can I buy you guys a drink? Guess not. Patrick Swayze is Dalton. I thought you'd be bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. If somebody gets in your face, I want you to be nice. Don't, don't be rude. Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. This is my town. I'm not afraid of him. I guess you'll be having that fire sale now, all right? <laughs> you got your hands full, kid. I just think I'm looking at a dead man. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. For that line of work, I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> Gee, I've never heard that before. Roadhouse. to the I'll See You in Hell podcast. My name is Oliver. My friend Nathan is here. Say hello, Nathan. Hello, Nathan. <laughs> uh, we are going to tackle the 1989 classic Roadhouse this week. Uh, we advertised that we're going to do it this week. We talked about it last week. We've actually been talking about this film since before we uh, started this podcast. It's quite a famous film. It's often on cable. It's something that just about every dude has seen at least once. I'm going to give you a brief uh, rundown of that film. It came out in 1989. It starred Patrick Swayze, Kelly Lynch, Sam Elliott, Ben Gazzara. Uh, and here's a rough outline of the plot. Uh, Dalton is the main character played by Patrick Swayze, and he is a basically a mercenary cooler, so to speak. He is a bouncer that gets hired by really uh, trashy bars to come in and clean it up so dalton oh. is an expert in martial arts and, a, and the best professional bouncer in the business with such a reputation dalton is summoned to a small town in missouri to clean up a sleazy bar called the double deuce from troublemakers who terrorize the customers without knowing however the the villainous uh, local entrepreneur brad wesley wants things to remain unchanged i kind of butchered that but that works um and this week we have a special guest we have Mr. Chris Lau, who is a former colleague and good friend of ours. Say hi, Chris. Hey, boys. How's it going? Mm, not so much. Good, Jim is a good friend of ours. At least for this podcast, we're good friends. Yeah. Then I'll go into the wastebasket of uh, old yeah. colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the graveyard of colleagues that no longer talk to Nathan. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ollie, vast, I have to graveyard. ask you that description of, uh, that you just described. Yes. Description that you described. Yes. Is that legitimately like on IMDb where you yes. got it? Yes. That is absurd. That's the most absurd thing, even though that's what the movie's all about. That's <laughs> the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Yes. Right. Yes. It, is, it is absurd and I didn't know until this moment. I, again, I've only seen the movie like twice, but I took lots of notes. Listen, I didn't know that he was a um, like a mer like a mercenary cooler. Like I thought, is a cooler went, even a real word? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think it is. it is like a bar cooler. Yeah, yeah, they, they use go it, around to yeah. different bars. Well, 
so I don't think I don't know, but it's like, but well, I because I thought he was just so like I thought he was just a bouncer, and then well, like, like a good one, right? But then like the guy shows up and he's like offers him money, money. but he was working at a much awesomer bar. Yeah. So why would he ever? Why why would he ever want to take probably you know he's got a cush job now. Like, right. Is that, is that because he spruced this one up? Well, yeah. You know, the other thing that I find weird is I still have my I doubts that this, this cooler, and he was calling it a trade, okay? Mm -hmm. So he's, he's the cooler that is known all around the country. Allegedly, he was like in L.A. or something like this. Mm -hmm. And this businessman comes from Arkansas or yeah. whatever and says, right. Missouri. I've heard about you. I hear you the best. It's like Pre-internet, by the way. And is by there the a way. network of these coolers around? Yeah. Not, not yeah. only that. Not only that, Ollie, uh, you heard what Loud just said. I, I need the best. He fucking says that. <laughs> five minute, not five minutes into the movie, he fucking says, I need the best. By the way, we, that Predator, that's yeah. what they fucking said like four exactly. times. This is the trope that every 80s movie had. I need the Or I'm retired. Or that kind of bullshit. Like, well, so to, to clarify, the, the gentleman basically comes looking for the best cooler in the business. And Patrick Swayze, being as humble as he is, actually says, I'm not actually the best cooler in the business. You want Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett's getting old. Oh, yeah. Right? So he plays a part in it. So Holly does that line. I know, dude. Oh, <laughs> this movie I've seen like twenty times. Oh, you kidding God. me? Oh, I've been so excited to watch this film with you guys. Oh, God. <laughs> um, oh, all right, well, let's dive right into it. So the first part, we always <coughs> get into like what we liked and what we didn't like, and I'll let one of you guys go first, and then I'll go. So, Chris, you're our guest. What did you like about this film? <laughs> Not trying to read all these lists is going to color my. <laughs> what do I like about this film? Like overall, what do I like about it? Yes. If anything, what I like about it is that it is so stereotypical, like mid eighties absurd. It's really bad. I can't get over it. And it's like one of these things like growing up during that time, I remember telling my dad how awesome the A team was and just mm -hmm. give it a chance. Oh, it's yeah. very realistic, you know, and he's like, no, that's bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, no, no, you just have to give it a chance. Well, in hindsight, once I try to go watch the A-Team, <laughs> I can't get through an episode. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The best yeah. part of the A-Team, by the way, when they throw the grenade and then everyone jumps out of the fucking bunker that they were at. <laughs> like, that one blows up and falls straight down. They get blown out of it like it's, like it's a fucking nuke or something. Yeah. Uh, the best part about the A-Team. This <laughs> is one of those type of shows from that time. Yeah. Which is just so absurd. You're like, how the hell did that get produced? Right? So there you go. That's what I like the most about it. You I like it because it's a good sign of the age. It, 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 you're nostalgic for the era, so you like it because of that. Yeah, for sure. And how many movies where you can rip a man's throat out with your bare hands? <laughs> I mean, okay. that's not, unless that's it's, awesome. like a, it's like a Bruce Lee movie or something, but not okay. like a, a white Okay, guy. okay. Yeah. You've just hit on now the only thing I like about this movie. <laughs> and I only realized it about 60 minutes in. This is a fucking karate movie. Mm. Yes. This is a fucking karate movie. It's a movie about karate. They don't come out and say it, but every fight with these motherfuckers are, is a karate <laughs> fight. Yeah. Kick, and he kicks more than he punches. Yep. The other main guy kicks, does flips, fucking does some uh, the other main fighter guy. It's, he does the fucking kata. Remember, Ali, the word yep. kata? Oh, that's right. He was doing it. Kata by the fucking river. This is a karate <laughs> movie disguised, disguised as a bar movie with titties. Yeah. Seriously, it's what it is. He rips the guy's throat out with a fucking karate move at the end. Like, everybody's doing karate. This is a fucking karate movie, which is the 
kind of the only thing I liked about it, but there's right. some things. There's okay. Things. So you cut, I, I've actually, I did a lot of reading on this and I also listened to a couple of podcasts that had talked about it. And one of the common themes is that people actually refer to this film as a modern Western. And it actually makes sense when you think about it. Even the names of the characters is very Western-like, like Brad Garrett and Dalton. And he's like the, the traveling lawman that gets brought in to like be, defeat uh, a rival uh, gang. And even the, even the bar is like a saloon, right? It's like an old West town vibe to it, but done in modern time. And they're all, you know, instead of riding around on horses, they're riding around in Mustangs and monster trucks. You guys haven't hit the monster. Oh, truck thing yet. I, w- I thought I was going to wait for that. <laughs> right? Who the hell is just driving a monster truck yes. around normally? <laughs> it's just like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to pull up to the bar. I'm going to drive my monster truck. Well, even better, there was a scene where like he, Dalton's coming out of the bar and the bad guys are like staking him out and they're staking yeah. him out in the fucking monster <laughs> truck. Yeah. And there's hardly any cars in the, in the parking yes. lot. Gee, I wonder if anybody's watching out for me. Well, well, hold on. That also brings up the part, the most semi-ridiculous theme of this movie, which is you guys just hit on it there. Like, listen, uh, okay, first off, why, why, why did, you remember, I'm jumping around here, but the end, yeah. at, near the end, the guy, why does the guy drive the monster truck through the Ford dealership? <laughs> like, what was the purpose of it? I love that episode. He was showing that other dude what was Who's up lost? and don't mess with him. Right? He was showing what other dude? No, the, the owner? The car dealership owner was oh. one of those four guys that was like a like the uh, older guys that didn't want to really stand up for themselves or whatever. Or whatever. One of the right. businessmen, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he was so, showing, he just showing him what's up. Yeah. Showing him what's up. Yes. Okay. The theme of this movie, other than being a karate movie, mm-hmm. the other theme that I noticed was, fucking, where are the goddamn cops? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, like, even every, hold on. There's <laughs> stabbings going on. There's uh, by the time they get to the, I fucking almost counted them all up. By the time they get to the monster truck scene, there's been like five attempted murders, mm-hmm. like fifteen assaults, <laughs> a bunch of reckless driving, some arson, like the structure property. There's been all this shit, and the, not one fucking cop has been called well and even well the, the one scene that the, the cop the one don't, scene let's not get into this yet don't, no no i'm gonna jump ahead just this oh, once okay, you jumped okay. around well, but the I'm one scene <laughs> one the one scene when the cops do arrive is the final scene where the bad guy gets shot by four dudes and the hilarious thing is how easily the cops are just convinced that everything <laughs> yeah. is fine they're like yeah. what happened i don't know all right Who's gonna tell me what the hell happened here? I didn't see nothing. You see anything, Pete? No, I didn't see anything. You see anything, Red? I didn't see nothing. Another thing. <laughs> oh, huge the plot. The whole <laughs> last 20 minutes was <laughs> an incredible, like, fuck you to the entire <laughs> audience. Because he, he starts with tearing out the fucking dude's throat. Yeah. Like, no problem, right? right? Like, hey, I'm not afraid to get arrested. And then yeah. his, chick, his, his chick comes and sees the guy. I actually like this part. Okay. He tears the guy's throat out. Yeah. The chick, who's the nurse, runs down to actually check on the dude. Like, doctor. to see if he's okay. Yeah. The doctor. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah. She, ER doctor. She runs down to check on the guy. Yeah. And, and notices he's dead and then comes up and, and she's, like, actually pissed at doll, which I thought was... Yeah. Pretty good. She didn't go over and, like make out with him, but she didn't call the cops on him <laughs> or anything like that. You know, she she didn't call the cops on him. And then he goes, and then he goes and literally, and fucking 
invades the guy's house and yeah. murders like five guys. Yeah, but you're jumping over the part that his buddy gets killed and stabbed in the bar. It wasn't though it wasn't provoked. Okay, so but that that scene that you're talking about, which is your favorite scene, I knew it was oh your favorite scene God. before we even started talking about it, is uh. the scene where there's the guy's throats ripped out but the better some of the one of the best lines that out of the blue in that scene was when they're fighting right they're getting all tough and they're you know fighting really hard and jimmy who's the bad guy turns to him and he goes i used to fuck guys like you in prison that line, i did not remember the first time i saw this that movie. would be not something i would say to be like i'm a tough guy right yeah that's right no Maybe like I killed five dudes in prison. Right? That part was a bit much. I was like, holy yeah. cow. I did not remember that the first like 19 times I saw this. A new way to establish dominance, I guess, is to do that yeah. instead of yeah, killing guys in prison. I, I mean, you know, I don't know. I wonder what the reaction was in the 80s when people heard him say that. Because I don't yeah. remember that line either. And yeah. I wonder if everyone was like, I wonder if everyone was like, oh, yeah, he just, he, he got him with that <laughs> totally. one. Or, or if in what I think happened in the eighties, people were confused. Like, right. what, what was that? Like, what did he just say? Like, uh, like maybe? Like, I don't know. So I'm not sure. But I know I heard it. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I mean, not, not bad. I guess this movie had so many great lines, though. Like, here I, I just wrote down a couple of my favorites. But you know, I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck, but you don't look like much to me. I thought that was pretty good line. No, um, no. I mean, that was okay. Uh, obviously, pain don't hurt is a great line. Pain, <laughs> pain don't hurt. Do you enjoy pain? Pain don't hurt. Uh, one. Oh, one God. There's this place has a sign hanging over the urinal that says "Don't eat the big white mint." I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, finally, uh, that gal's got entirely too many brains to have an ass like that. I mean, it's just yeah, like. Yeah, well, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. I have a couple of those too, because obviously we we yeah. run down here. Yeah. So what was? Oh, um, hold on a second. Sorry, I wasn't ready for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is the kind of place they sweep up the eyeballs and close them. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> Swayze's like, for something else, I yeah. don't fly. It's dangerous. Oh, right. Yeah. That was in the, that was in the first part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the God, last too one dangerous. Was, uh, I think it was Red. Or no, it was the guy that he was renting the uh, room to. Yeah. yeah. And he says, um, don't get married to an ugly woman. It'll take right. the energy right out of you. Yeah. <laughs> he just lets him have it. It's like, hey, dude. So the guy that he rented the room from, his name was, uh, what was it again? Forgive me. He's actually my nominee for the big award. Let me find it. Uh, not tink- it's not Tinker. It's not Tinker. It's the other guy. Uh, Call him f- f- Frank. Well, no, his name is not Frank. Uh, Emmett. No. Emmett. Anyway. Emmett, he rented the room for the guy for a hundred bucks a month. Now, mm-hmm. how come it's okay that he screws that guy over? He's getting paid five hundred dollars a night and five thousand dollars cash up front, and he's. I thought about that. A hundred dollars a month, and that's well, supposed to be good. I think he's living above a bunch of shit, though. So <laughs> I think it's I like to, he'll take what he can get. I have to say this: living about above a bunch of shit. When yeah. they're panning down. It mm-hmm. does look like he's living in a legit barn where he's living a, over a bunch of shit. There's hay yeah. bales, whatever. As soon mm-hmm. as they walk up into this open air apartment, right? That is an apartment like in New York City. Yeah, it's beautiful. Sweet. I yeah, want to live up nice. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't bad. 
Well, that's the part of the reason I wanted to have you on this podcast, Lau, is because I actually believe that you would be the Dalton character. You'd have an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have that like kung fu stick thing. That the you'd hair, have. the hairstyle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The closest thing to it, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what, I, what, what, what I liked also about, uh, uh, about the, uh, his relationship with that guy was that you know the guy got killed and i mean he, he when the guy got blown up or whatever yeah he, he ran over to you know like save him save, save his life and then he, yeah you know oh, ran right into the burning village yeah he went no yeah. problem he yeah right and why is it that every <laughs> single place that catches on fire mm-hmm. blows up like well, there's a bomb in it reds yeah. blew up twice yeah. and they had to like you know we're thrown away from the uh right. from the explosion and mm-hmm. then emmett's place blows up it can't just be a little fire that kind of catches the whole place on fire no it's yeah. gotta blow up yep uh this is the 80s every every you know every uh, you know movie outlet had a every movie production company had a you mm-hmm. know tan- tannerite budget of you know seven million dollars they had they fucking had to use but they couldn't use the next film so they every i mean this was like when we did predator mm-hmm. they blew up everything yeah, everything <laughs> a everything bullet, a bullet would blow something up which is yeah I, th- I mean, again, this was before CGI, so they had to do everything with pyrotechnics. So, like, the only effects they had was explosion. They didn't have anything else. <laughs> so, they, like, cool shit we got, bro. Yeah. They have a car <laughs> that uh, that went over in an invisible jump and then flipped over. Yeah, the that was in there. Yeah, right? it was yeah, his yeah. car that right? he crashed into the thing. Oh, and by it... the way, how did he get the fucking gas? T- <laughs> the, the fucking gas pedal was somehow stuck, stuck with that knife. <laughs> yeah, how did he manage? Like, what's the knife sticking into on the other side to hold it down? Nothing. How did? Well, I was so confused by that. I was like, how the fuck did that happen? Just the weight uh, of the knife, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, I couldn't figure that out, but uh, you know, they all there shot was, their guns at it. There were several things about this like story that I also found like hilariously bad. Like the townspeople seem to be a bunch of asshole drug fiends and pricks. I mean, like, would you like to <laughs> oh. hang out with anybody in this town? Like, even when no. the bar was nice, I'd like to hang like, out at that bar. I would mean, you? This is well. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Did you did 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 fucking no one else notice that that shittiest bar? Mm-hmm. In, in probably the state uh-huh. had the hottest chicks yeah. yes. that would hang out at it with like, with like party dresses and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, every one of them. Right? They, I, so I was like at a central casting for like ski school. <laughs> and so I was I, looking at that going like, oh yeah, it's a shitty bar, but I mean, you might be killed, but there are a lot of like good looking girls there. Like, <laughs> and you know, to be honest, like half of the guys look like they were at a central casting too for like beach bomb guys. I'm like, right. no way these people would go to this bar. I literally turned to Cheryl while I was watching the very beginning of where they're all dancing. First of all, I have to comment. I don't remember dancing being that bad. No, in the it was 80s, terrible. It was it terrible. It was horrible. The guy to the right, yeah. upper right during that first season. Yeah. Yeah. Watch him. Oh, my God. And then the, the clientele, like you said, you have these chicks that are all dumb, done up in like a skin tight mini dress from the 80s. And then you mm-hmm. have these rednecks, which no redneck roadhouse bar is going to have that mix. You know? right. No, 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 not, not, not at all. It was so like jarring to me because I was like, okay, this is a, what the, this looks like an actual good bar to go to other than the stabbing part. Yeah, other than the stabbing part and then <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the constant bar fights. I mean, I would that kind of dips into another issue. Dalton is a terrible cooler. Like, he's really bad <laughs> at it. 
That's exactly <laughs> what we were saying. Like, like what what has he done? He's supposed to reduce the violence. I never see violence. him doing anything. And all of a sudden there's a line of people out the front door behind a red, you know, red velvet rope. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is like everywhere he goes, I mean, the thing is because there was a throat ripping scene, there was throat ripping issues twice because he had it happened before in right. Kansas City, remember? So like he shows up there and in two weeks, there's murders, there's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's like gang wars, there's like all sorts of stuff. Like, how are you paying this guy $5,000 and $500 a day? to come in and basically turn the whole place into a clusterfuck. It didn't well, I, make any sense. How, how do they even make any money? Because he threw out, I mean, out of, like four people out of the bar in the first five minutes of, yeah. of when he was there. So that's like 80 people an hour. <laughs> you know, he, he, he never fucking pay your bills. Well, and how, how do you keep paying for all the damage that's done there? Like, <laughs> there's a big bar room fight. All no of the liquor is so no, no, no charges have been pressed. No. Yeah. So like, well, where do you get all the extra tables? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Well, how long would you suspect that this this time frame of when he arrived versus the end of the story is? In my mind, it's maybe two weeks or something, right? Uh, I think that's yeah. it's, it's not months. Is well, it? the the thing is, is like if you'll notice, like there's a transition between the bar, the way it looks the first night versus that's right. Yeah, to, I'm yeah. shirts so, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Somebody, I I heard another comparison to say a uniform. All, they all look like Circuit City employees. Yeah, that's what I thought too when I saw them. I was like, hey, Circuit City. And then I was like, what bar makes, other than, unless it's like a, you know, Red Robin's bar, like what right. bar makes you wear all the same clothes anymore, like right now? Even. Well, another thing, his training was pretty awful. All his training was be nice. Be oh, nice. yeah, he had three pillars be nice. <laughs> what was the other? Ta- oh, take God. it outside. Take it take outside. Take it outside, yep. Yeah, um, until it's time not to be nice. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And meanwhile, he got into a fight every night, just about. I think I'm going to start using that with my kids now as the rules of life. Those, (laughs) just those three pillars, and that should get you going through the rest of your life. See, it's sort of weird that he got in fights all the time because, like, unless people knew who he, well, I guess the people that knew who he, you know, because people always want to challenge. Usually it's, like, the biggest guy. Mm -hmm. People don't really ever try to challenge, like, the, you know, I mean, he's like five six, right? And he's like, and they mentioned it a bunch of times. Like, I thought you'd be bigger. Yeah, skinniest, wussiest bouncer there ever is, looking mm-hmm. anyways. But you know, people are still sniffing, somehow sniffing him out everywhere they go. He must give off the aura. I just need to get fucking punched. Well, it's because his his name is so well known across the country. Yeah, oh, right. They know he's the top dog. It's like Mike Tyson. Right. Everybody knows Mike Tyson. Oh, right? yeah, he was yeah, the Mike Tyson of right. coolers back in the day. <laughs> right. Pre-internet, they all had they had trading cards. There was like a whole big underground world of yeah. I mean, and they also yeah, and and Brad Garrett was the best cooler or whatever. And meanwhile, he gets stabbed while sitting having a beer. So well, you mean, know, well, he was old. He was old. Oh well, yeah, he, he lost. His, he needed to retire. All By right. the way, um, Alton take his place. Is that? That dude, I turned to Cheryl last night, and I'm like, Sam Elliott is a freaking stud. He's he always been a stud. He is the perfect person for that role. He is. No in one fact, else could do it. He And one of the pieces of trivia that I didn't bring in, but Sam Elliott, he says that he's actually recognized more for that movie than any other movie he's ever been in. No, weird. I yeah. wonder why. Because it's a cult movie? It's a cult movie, man. And it, oh. dudes know it, and you know, dudes would like to, to come I'm trying to, to remember any other movie he's been in actually because he plays the same role in every movie he's in he plays sam elliott yeah he was in big lebowski he had a small but kind of cool role in big lebowski he was in an old 80s movie called the mask which was about a kid with uh oh oh, yeah yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then oh, he did uh, Titus of the Face. Yeah, he was in yeah. that movie last year, the year before, with Brad Cooper. What's it called? Uh, oh, with Lady Gagia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lady that was Gagia. a good movie, actually. It was. It I, was I, didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Uh, a Star is Born. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But okay, he's also okay. the kind of actor that's looked that age forever. I mean, he looks sixty years yeah, old, and he's looked yeah. sixty years old since he was. He was probably like thirty-five when this movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just looks old. Yeah. Uh, when did you guys see this first? Was it on cable, or did you guys plop down money to see it in the theater? Oh gosh, what year was this? Mid eighties. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. I probably paid to see it in eighty-nine because by then I was already eighteen. Yeah. So I, I probably watched it on HBO, yeah. like. At somebody's house or something that's probably yeah. where i watched it yeah i mean it's the perfect skinamax movie right because it's got action and boobs and lots of both i, I cannot believe how risque yeah. this movie is for the 1980s he's like yeah. he's like you know yeah well, we don't need There's, to get into all that but right. <laughs> i was watching right. this and i'm like holy cow like today's movies aren't even that risque Right, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, they had the 80, they had the pool scene, the eighties pool scene, with skinny yeah. first. Yeah, uh, I love that one. They just kind of they kind of just shoehorn that in there. Like, what about ah, the? What do we do here? Oh, let's put some. <laughs> let's just have a party let's by the pool. Have a party. Topless, <laughs> topless chicks and. Or what about guys the thing, googling them? The guy like offering up his girlfriend or his wife, like, "Hey, man, for twenty yeah, bucks." Yeah, like, so eighty. <laughs> Oh and then God. he's massaging and massaging and massaging <laughs> him. And he's like, sorry, man, I don't have 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a, a classic. It's a super classy movie. I mean, this thing is like, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't. Do you guys think it holds up or is it like barely watchable? Hell I mean, no, it doesn't hold up. No, no but way. I don't even know that it held up back then. I think that there was just a people. It was sort of like big trouble in china you said yeah. i mean i guess we're gonna get to it i'm not gonna look at the screen if you have it up but yeah how much it made and all that good stuff but i mean yeah you know, big trouble didn't make what 10 million you said or something like right that. uh yeah it cost tw- big trouble cost 25 million and made like made 10 million 10. or something yeah but the thing is is these movies have a second life like this movie has had yeah, like yeah, huge sure. play and video and huge play on you know cable and on streaming and yeah. i think and they- it's only because it's colossally bad and right. it's so, it's you know, classic for the time, right? Yeah. I mean, they made a fucking, they made a sequel of this movie, by the way. They did? Oh, God. They did. So Who they, was in it? They cast, I don't know if you ever saw that movie, That Thing You Do. Do you remember That Thing You Do with the Tom Hanks or whatever? Yeah, but I didn't see it. I just so, know the movie. Well, the main singer guy is the one who's mm. playing the Dalton character. What? Yeah. I did not go, I did not watch it. I did not, I don't, that's actually something that I have in my didn't love section. I don't think this movie needed a follow-up. It didn't need a sequel. It doesn't need anything no. else. It's no. on its own. No, uh, no, that was a cash grab. Yeah, right. No. Um, cool. All right. So I think it's always watchable, but I know I'm a minority there. Should not. Be. <laughs> <laughs> I would only watch it, you know, un, un, unprobed if someone said, hey man, you know, yeah. what's the most 80s karate movie you've ever seen? And right. I'd go, oh, you're not going to believe it, but it's going to be Roadhouse. Roadhouse. And then I'd watch it. Then yeah. I think that I will probably never watch it again in my life. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless it's on in the background at Ollie's house or something, I am never watching this movie again. Wow, I was just eviscerating your favorite movie. We're just eviscerating it. Good. Wow. That's what it's all about, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Well, oh, my let's- God. Just to keep this moving along, let's move on to what we call the Bill Paxton Award. And to let 
uh, Chris, you've listened to one of our re- recent episodes, so you know a little bit about this, but Bill Paxton played a character in Aliens that was kind of like a, a secondary role that was actually like so memorable that you remember him most more than some of the others. So, so we call it the Bill Paxton Award to say like whatever character that's not the main one that you might actually think was cooler than that. Mm-hmm. And I have a nominee. I think Emmett was that Bill Paxton win- Award winner. I think partially because he got screwed on the $100. I thought that was a little bit bullshit. I would say that the <laughs> Sam Elliott character would be my number two choice, but I could be talked out of either. Uh, and some of Emmett's favorite lines included calling me sir is like putting an elevator in an outhouse. It don't Oh, I, I got that one. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, so, Nathan, do you have a Bill Paxton award winner this week? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. I was going to say it's the doctor lady, but I'm, I'm mm. going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull back on that's that. That's kind of an easy one. It's an easy I, one. It's just kind of boring. All, all, she is, but she, she did like – she did things that doctors would do except for – the part where <laughs> we didn't, we glossed when he was in the doctor's office doing the pain don't hurt move. Yeah. She says something to him, the effect of, yeah, but you've got a degree from NYU. And yeah. I thought to myself, what do they have in his medical file? Like, <laughs> where did she yeah. get that? Like, how, what do you have to put down? And how did she get it in the eighties from somebody else? Like, how? Yeah. Cause she couldn't have stalked him on the internet. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> right, yeah unless there was a section that said, where did you graduate college? And he said, NYU or whatever. Like, so I was confused with that, but otherwise, you know, I thought she did what doctors would do. Her character was great. I, even, it was, even though I, we kind of sometimes hate on the shoehorned in love story, it actually, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. I was fine with it or whatever. Um, yeah. so, so that was all good, but I'm going to give it to, I think, uh, I'm going to give it to, I don't know his name off the top of my head. Okay. I don't think, but he's the main, he's the main tough Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy. And he's got like a shark tooth or something on his head. Yeah. Have to keep it on a leash. Yeah. And then he's like, you're right, Jimmy. And Jimmy comes fucking rolling in with his fucking pool cue. Yeah. And displays a bunch of fucking weapon prowess. You know, he's flipping yeah. it around on the dance floor. And then he's fighting him like one to one, one on one. And then the best part is he fucking pole vaults with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm the fucking thing. He fucking pole vaults and it doesn't stop. So I'm going with Jimmy. I think I would support you on that. I, I'm, I'm going to change my vote and give you that too. I actually right. was recently watching, randomly I was watching Armageddon recently and the actor who plays Jimmy is in Armageddon. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Oh, that's one weird. Of, he's one of the shuttle pilots. He's the one who dies, but like, you know, anyway. I actually have to take a second thought because I thought, I go, oh shit, is this, uh, is this the guy from, that we all love from Predator? No. It kind of looks like that dude. <laughs> it kind of looks like him. Yeah. And I, I, I thought second, well. second I go, yeah. and then I was automatically going to give it to him. But then yeah. it wasn't him. I think that's a good choice. I, I support you on Jimmy choice. Um, and right. I'll tell you your stupid choice. Did you have you a choice? choice? What's that? Let's hear your choice. choice. It's probably going to be terrible. I wasn't, I wasn't ready ones. for this. Yeah. I would say, and you guys probably aren't even going to remember who this person is. There was a woman at the very beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just a very short uh, thing where a guy throws down a $100 bill. Mm-hmm. We don't know why. They're all mm-hmm. sitting at the same table together. He throws down a $100 bill. She stabs it with a knife. They focus on the $100 (laughs) bill. And then he kicks her right in the crotch. And she falls down. So just the fact that she had the balls to stab this guy with a knife. And then she had to deal with getting kicked in the crotch. (laughs) She's my Bill Paxton. There were a Uh, lot of people getting stabbed in this movie. Yes, A lot of people getting stabbed. And nobody calling the cops. No one. What happened? Anyway. Sorry. Well, they were the worst cops ever. I mean, they walk into a mur- they so walk into a brutal, 
a brutal murder scene. They ask like one question. Hey, what happened here? And everyone's like, beats the hell out of me. And they're like, okay, job done. Uh, the polar bear falls in the guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Says a that was so absurd. Everyone laughs after he says it. Like yeah. he says, a pull. Everyone laughs. And then the what's the last scene in the movie, Ollie? Like literally two seconds. They have a they throw a big party. Yeah, double deuce. Right, celebrating with you know celebratory. <laughs> that everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. <laughs> they sell a giant party. What yeah. is going on in this town? Well, uh, and why would the nurse being so upset? Hmm. that Swayze killed a man, that she hmm. kind of breaks up with him, right? Yeah. yeah. That now he's Didn't killed last. a whole household of these people and her ex-fiance or whoever this guy is. So <laughs> yeah. now he's a, a multiple murderer. Right. <laughs> a and serial now, killer, if you will. And now they're all- dipping. Yeah, it's, it's totally fine. <laughs> and did you happen to know the skinny dipping? Uh, did you look in the background? Mm. Her uncle was sitting with a picnic, oh, no. all three of them went to I have a picnic, and you could see in the background her uncle's just sitting there while they're skinny no. dipping in the pond, Nude. and then basically having sex in the pond. Uh, I did not see yeah, that. Yeah, it was weird. That. That's Wait, next where, level where's this, where's this? Where's this movie set? This is the last scene. <laughs> Arkansas. Oh yeah, like no, it's uh, Missouri. No, well, then, Missouri. Oh, okay, that sort of well, that kind of explains things. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Right. Sorry. 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 Um, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> this is all valid stuff. So I actually watched this movie. I watched this movie at a, uh, yeah. my girlfriend's neighbor is, uh, they have like a backyard theater that they set up, like an outdoor theater. And we watched it and the neighbor is actually a, a Seattle police officer. They're, the, the husband and wife are both cops. And the parts that they enjoyed the most were like the terrible police work. And the fact that that, <laughs> that, 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 that monster truck, uh, that monster <sighs> truck was like a stakeout vehicle. But I will say also the there was like, uh, like, four women watching with me like you know my girlfriend and a couple other couples and the the scenes that were actually got the most laughter were the love scenes because like they felt so like forced on. and weird and strange anyway um by was, love scenes which ones do you mean really oh well we want to go blow by blow i think it i find this kind of weird and i would think that nathan would mention this that you're at this outdoor theater yeah and you're noticing are you watching these people to see what their reactions are no. i would have no clue i'd be watching the movie you know specifically <laughs> that the the cops loved the cop part <laughs> yeah. the women the or women loved the love loud, scenes spark i just, just imagine you like if i was one of those women if i accidentally looked over at you you should be like at staring at me <laughs> <laughs> weirdo not oh, at all uh weirdo. that's funny you say that but no not at all i mean i could practically recite this movie i've seen it so many times uh, so like you, actually you pay, pay attention. attention right uh all right so let's go into the sort of the last minute stuff here we got we got how much did the movie make it made 30 million dollars and it cost 15 million dollars to make oh, okay. 15 million dollars right pretty so good, good. i'm sure some of that went to the renting of the monster truck yeah. um <sighs> review scores 39 percent on rotten tomatoes 66 percent score with the audience so you know huh. even though the reviewers didn't like it the public did i think reviewers tend to not like camp even if it's camp yeah anything that's camp yeah, or they just yeah. don't like it automatically they can't right. like it right well so. and are these um the the critics they're yeah, all the like critics legitimate critics right yes so yeah. are those reviews current or are those from the past when the movie first came out because that's when they should be using the reviews right pulling so, them from somewhere right, right? rotten tomatoes current. includes all of the above we, okay. we went into this a little bit with predator like predator had reviews as recent as 2004 even though that movie came out in 1980 
So, by the way, by the way, because yeah. you've, you've talked about it, every, every week I look up Roger Ebert's reviews for these uh-huh. movies, and, and I just read the first two, two paragraphs, basically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the guiding spirit of Roadhouse can be glimpsed in one particular scene, which is set in a trophy room of an evil sadist who holds a helpless town in his iron grasp. Mm. His hunting trophies include not only the usual deer and elk and antelopes, but also orangutans, llamas, and a matched <laughs> set of tropical monkeys. This guy <laughs> went hunting in a zoo. Why is he going into such detail in the review? (laughs) And then the the, the first line of the second sentence, he says, was it intended as a parody? I have no idea. But Mm. I laughed laughed more during this movie than any of the so-called comedies I saw during the same week. Yeah. And this was back in the day. Two and a half stars by... Okay, well, hey, that's pretty good. (laughs) It wasn't one star. It wasn't one star. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, I just have a couple of pieces of trivia here, but... Patrick Swayze and just about everybody on this movie like made their own stunts and Patrick Swayze like really hurt his knee. So he was actually, first of all, he was turned down for a role in Tango and Cash and he was going to be in Predator 2. He was going to play Mike Harrigan in Predator 2. But then the knee injury happened from this movie and he ended up going into Ghosts. So what was Predator 2 about? That was the uh, one where they came to the, he came to the city and uh, <laughs> Daniel, Danny Glover yes. was like the main guy. Oh, and yeah, it was like yeah. he came to the city and had to fight him in the city. Okay, yeah, okay. Sorry, totally blanked so, on that. I've, always, I've actually I've only seen it once. A little bit more on the filming of this. Patrick Swayze's handsomeness caused problems during filming. A pickup truck containing a group of middle-aged blonde women attempted to drive up, right up to the star's trailer to meet the actor. During the big fight by the river, a raft of Swayze-loving ladies sailed by. <laughs> this is absurd. <laughs> This can't be real. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 man. This is fake news. <laughs> okay. uh, the film is actually listed among the hundred most enjoyable bad movies ever made. Okay. In, in I the, could see that 100%. Okay. I can right. see that. I can see so it's that. an enjoyable bad movie. Sure. Uh, Do you have a list of the hundred uh, enjoyable bad movies ever made? I don't, but I can get it very easily. I think you might need to do that. I will do Just that. Just for future reference, you know. Yeah, we might even add it to our list of films for a future discussion. Um, yeah. And then the film was a severe disappointment for Patrick Swayze. He was hoping for another big hit like Dirty Dancing. Because, like, you know. Well, <laughs> you know what Cheryl said last night? How she's like, you're... Cheryl's like, this is exactly Dirty Dancing, but they're <laughs> fighting all the time. <laughs> It's exactly, he's the same character, but everyone's fighting. Why are they always fighting? Oh, yeah, yeah. shit. Dirty Dancing got 214 million. Yeah, well, that's a huge so, That's yeah, big money. Compared every to that, every well. single girl in high school, like when I went to high school, had, like knew that movie back to front. Oh, uh, 100 I saw it Cheryl back in the day. I saw it recite all, all the lines. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no yeah, one yeah. puts no one puts baby in a corner being that's, the most famous. I think that's the only one I know, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I even remember watching that back in the day, yeah. So one thing we've added to this podcast, the last two, is that we talk a little bit about what was going on at the time the movie came out. And in 1989, the World Wide Web was invented. Uh, the Berlin Wall came down. The very first Simpsons episode ever aired. Nintendo came out with a Game Boy, and the top grossing film of that year uh, was Batman. So Fucking uh, I Batman, tell I you one movie. thing. So 1989, the World Wide Web was invented. Yes, I was 18. And the yeah. world prior to the World Wide Web uh-huh. 
I can't even imagine Keep what that, that must way. be like. Well, that's yeah. the way old guys say it, right? You guys yeah, probably yeah. don't the even remember world this. Worldwide yeah. web. You're like ten. You're like ten years old. <laughs> Here's what I remember most about about Batman. By the way, I yeah. that it was. I think it was close to Christmas when it came out. I think it was a Christmas movie or maybe Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And my family usually goes out to a movie before, the night before Christmas on so Christmas Eve. Mm. And I was with my family minus my older brother. So it was just me and my little brother and my mom, and my dad. And for whatever reason. They wanted to go see, I don't even know what fucking movie they saw. And they, I was the only one that got to see Batman. And I think it was rated R, but I'm not sure. And so they, anyways, I got in and, and watched it by myself. But I remember coming out and fucking being over the moon about that movie. Going, it's a great movie. Which is, a. is this the one with Michael fan. Keaton? Yes. Yeah, it was a giant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton, Kim oh, Bassinger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. It was like the first, like, big successful Actual, super yeah. movie yeah other than like great. superman right but i mean like yeah the superman was like 70s almost semi-camp yeah, so, yeah it was like batman late, was actually like i felt 70s. like grittier but yeah yeah, yeah. batman huh mm, god king okay. passenger was hot she was yeah, back in the day i wonder what she looks day. like now she's alive right i'm pretty oh, sure I, yeah i i assume she's got to be alive we would have heard oh, okay that. yeah and patrick swayze died a few years ago yeah, so another cancer. bit of trivia that I didn't include, but the two characters from this movie actually oh, died shit, of the yeah. same cancer. So the bad guy, um, Brad Wesley's character, he died of uh, pancreatic cancer, but so did Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Mm, R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. And he did a lot of great movies. I mean, bro, Point, Point Break is pretty awesome. Oh, oh that's a <laughs> that's great a... movie. <laughs> uh, the, actually, the best, uh, I mean, I liked him in uh, Donnie Darko. Oh he yeah, played the like the sort of the pedophile uh, teacher. Well, it's not a spoiler for everyone, but okay. the, uh, the the teacher. I don't remember him, him being in that. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Have to yeah re-watch him, that. him and uh, him and uh, Drew Barrymore are like teachers at that school. Gyllenhaal's in that too, right? Yeah, he's the main guy. Down in Darker. By the way, is a, which is a superhero movie, but you yeah. don't know it until you watch the extras. And mm-hmm. I li- listen to the director's track, mm-hmm. and he's saying, "Oh yeah, like uh, burying the axe in the head of the the statue. That's a super. He, he's super strength to do that." Mm-hmm. He talks about it, and you're like, "Oh, that's a fun, cool superhero movie." Anyways. All right. Well, let's, that's great. I think we had a great discussion about Roadhouse. Thank you guys very much for bringing a lot of great t- content to this, but it's now time to talk about what movie we'll do next uh, before we sign off. So I am sharing on screen here, three categories of films, Nathan, for us to look at. We've done Predator, Big Trouble, Little China, and now Roadhouse. So what let's should up, be let's next? Up, let's allow, uh, let's talk about it too. If you want to yeah. talk about it here, right? Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, I mean, do we want to stay 80s? doesn't have to mm, you know and you mentioned early on that we shouldn't necessarily just do action movies we should maybe dip into comedies well this was a comedy i thought like, yeah it's pretty yeah comedy. it's kind of spam now yeah. i'm a little nervous about this now just mm-hmm. uh no, i'm not gonna say it, Go for it. <laughs> no 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 with the whole jimmy fallon thing uh you know tropic thunder we talked about that ollie uh, oh okay you don't want to do mean, that it's, one? T- it's pretty topical it's pretty topical right now yeah, I mean, you know what I mean, like *Tropic Thunder*. And I think, even though I remember it being a good movie, I honestly think I've only seen it once, one and a half oh, times, dude. maybe. We're doing it, *Tropic Thunder*. Uh, like *Tropic Thunder*. Have you That's seen good. that? Well, yep, great movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we were going to talk about, you know, a little backlash stuff. Yeah. Oh boy. And, you know, yeah. It should be fun. I mean, Tom yeah. Tom Cruise's best role of his life is in that film. He plays. The, oh my god! It's so funny. I did love that. Movie. I remember <laughs> coming out of that film thinking. 
they can make another film just based off of his character yes. in that film. Whatever and he's, it's just a bit part, but he was yeah. so awesome at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so great. Yeah. yeah. That, and have you seen, I'm uh, just curious, have you seen Galaxy Quest? Uh, many, many years ago. It's oh, a good one. Yeah, Not amazing. recently. It yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So let's, let's think Tropic Thunder, you know, okay. what, what's, what's a backup just in case we, Let's do, let's do, we'll do Tropic Thunder, but then we'll do, we'll tee up and do Galaxy Quest the week after. Maybe, or I was thinking like, uh, where the hell is uh, uh, the one with uh, the dude who uh, skis? The dude who skis? And the uh, boogers on it. Oh, (laughs) I know what you're talking about. Uh, Why is that not uh, on here? Better Off Dead. Yeah. Better Off Dead. Okay. Have you seen Better Off Dead? I have not. What? I've yeah. never, oh, who's in it? Man. Better off dead. John it's, Cusack. John Cusack. Oh, yeah. I saw it when it first came out. I yeah, want my two dollars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Are you are you guys only doing like older movies? I uh, know. Yeah, I mean, Tropic Thunder is like the other know. one you might want to put on Glorious here, which is just because I've seen it a million times and I just saw it like a couple weeks ago and can't get over yeah. watching it every time it's on. Hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. <laughs> Have you seen that one, Nathan? Hot tub time machine. Dude, uh, it's so good. I've, I've seen it once, I think. I think I've seen it one time. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. Oh, yeah, so I've seen it. So we'll, we'll I've it. I've seen it. I saw it once. I'd be oh, yeah. I'd be up for seeing it again. But maybe we'll have we'll have to have Chris back for that one. So we'll do that one in a little bit, but we'll have Chris come back. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna make executive decision. Next week we're gonna cover Tropic Thunder. Uh, so uh, our our fans can prepare for that. Uh, all right, so Chris, Mason, we, don't wear blackface. Don't wear yeah, black. I, <laughs> that's not going to be good. Jeez, that's not okay. Well, wow. It's in the movie, but it's not okay. Uh, all right, I will. I will. I think I'll be able to handle that. Okay. okay. All right. So uh, before this gets any worse, I'm going to go ahead and say we should sign off, and uh, I we always end our podcast the same way. I'll see you in hell, Nathan. I'll see you guys in hell. Oh, wow, you can say it too, you little you bit. Can say I have too. one thing to say first. Okay, go for Nathan, it. Nathan, and then I'll I'll say what you want me to say. <laughs> and I have to, I have to get in the I have to get in the mood here. So this was said by Brad Brad Wesley, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it Brad? Yes, it was Brad Wesley. The bad guy in the movie. Mm-hmm. You're a bleeder. You bleed too much. You're a messy bleeder. I will see you both in hell, my friend. <laughs> did, you, did you just give him a, a, a British accent? Because oh, Maybe I did. I get my accents mixed up. You know, I'm an American. I'm American. All right. All right, boys. Yeah.